Hey guys, welcome back to 7525. Um, just a heads up, we are trying out new audio equipment today. Actually, it's expensive, so we're not trying it out. We are, we're, we're we will blown. figure it out. We are going to find, <laughs> figure it out. Um, we got our fancy pants on. Yeah, but it's a little scary to use. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was really nervous about even just plugging and unplugging stuff from it because I was like, holy crap, I don't want to so be the many one. Cords. Right? And I don't want to be the one to break it. Anyways, today we wanted to talk more about, I guess, enjoying your life while you're working instead of waiting until retirement. Yeah, I think something we hear is you guys buy all the toys, you work all that overtime, and then you don't actually use any of it. Collects dust. But you do watch YouTube videos. Do. Of other people using their toys. Talking to a client and he was like, yeah, I have this and this and this. And he goes, and my dad was a first responder too. And he had all these things. And he goes, and I remember growing up and being like, his cool toys were in the way of my basketball hoop because he never used them and they never moved. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, I think it's important to live your life now and not wait till retirement. I was talking to someone yesterday Oh, and they were talking about learning how to go, how to parasail. Oh. Which looks really cool. Is that the one with up in the air or is that one like on the, on the water? Fucking... Yeah. Right? Woo. That's yeah. scary. It, it looked, he showed me a video of him parasailing and like, I would probably shit my pants, but it did look like a lot of fun. Anyways, we talked about like, you work to make a living, but maybe you should be working to live. Yeah. Not just to make a living. That and, you know, you hear about line of duty deaths or just random things happening and guys passing and you know all the plans they had for retirement or all these toys they bought but they never used because they were waiting for retirement Mm -hmm. to do all of those things and now something tragic happens and all that shit is sitting somewhere and they never even touched it. I mean, I guess part of doing the fun things now and not when you retire is actually knowing what fun things are for you. Um, I don't know how many guys I've talked to that I'm like, what do you do for fun? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, what? Asking them, like, what do you do for fun? And they don't have an answer. And I'm like, well, what did you do for fun before? And they still don't have an answer for that. And it's like, well, if you don't even know what you like to do, then you're definitely not doing anything so you're telling me that you're going to work and you're coming home and that doesn't sound enjoyable to me personally I need to have some fun Mm -hmm. things in my life I think it's it's important to find out what you enjoy now instead of waiting till after retirement and you're completely wound up you know and you're used to running a thousand miles an hour and then everything comes to a halt and then you're supposed to go relax and enjoy those things and then in three to five years you die hopefully not but I'm still like (laughs) Statistically speaking, um, that's what it is. But I think that's part of, you know, it's important to take care of your system and not just when you retire, now I'm going to take care of my system. The well, damage you, is already done at that point. Yeah. You've had 50, 60 years of running it through the dirt. Jacking up your system with extreme amounts of adrenaline and cortisol and caffeine. You're probably already on blood pressure pills, let's be honest. Diabetes. Oh, hopefully not irritable bowel syndrome, all of the things because you've thrashed your IBS, body. IBS, definitely. That's a very common one. But either way, it's, it's statistically speaking, a lot of first responders end up getting a lot of health issues and possibly even dying within that five-year time after retiring because their system just crashes because it finally has the chance to crash. It's like, oh, you're not working anymore. We don't. Let's just throw all of the bad shit that you've We're been done. ignoring. So what do you like to do for fun? 
you know. If you can't answer that question, you've got a problem. <laughs> you got a problem. Uh, and, and I would say a, a common problem, though, there's, there's one guy we've talked to quite a bit that created a fun board um, I thought was really cool. And he'll go through and he'll try the things on his board. And if they're not fun, he takes them off or X's them out. And he's like, not fun. I don't like that thing. You like going to the movies, not my thing. It's actually not fun. But And it may sound silly, but like figuring out who you are now and what is fun, it's actually fairly common for people to have to do that. Or they have like one or two things that they know are fun, but that's it. And, you know, if you're not making time to mm-hmm. do those things, you're not going to happen. But it, or it's not going to happen. But even I think if you always do those one or two things, like the novelty or the fun of it starts to wear out. Like I, I like reading, but I can't read every time I have a break. I'm going to get bored. My eyes are going to. Yeah, you're, I was about to say, my, my eyes, eyes are going to give last. out before you get bored. <laughs> let's be honest. My new glasses should be in this week. And I'm really annoyed that Target hasn't called me. So I'm going to make that happen today. Everything's shipping slower except Prime to your house. Packages are coming in, guys. You need something. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) ship it to Vanessa's house. That's where I'm getting all my stuff shipped right now because Amazon hates me. But it's, it's important to understand what is fun for you. And it's also important to understand what is not fun for you and being okay with something not being fun for you that's fun for your spouse or your kids. I automatically thought of Disneyland. Don't get me wrong. I love Disneyland, but like... I love Disneyland too, forced. with my kids for one day and then by myself. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, there's just a lot of people, but like, I don't know. I have a ton of like first responder families where like the spouse loves to go to Disneyland with the kids. And, they don't. and the first responder is like, absolutely not. That sounds like a terrible. And I'm not saying like you never go to Disneyland, but like maybe finding that middle ground of don't spend your whole time off at Yeah, Disneyland. if you have five days off don't spend four of those or three of those in Disneyland maybe two days are in Disneyland and like three days is doing something fun and three days is actually you relaxing and that's that's not being selfish that's that's helping your system and that's also important for your family because if you don't get that downtime you know eventually that shit's gonna hit them yeah and then it's fun for everyone (laughs) yes Everyone needs their own downtime and everyone needs to do what they enjoy doing, you know, regardless of what you have going on with the family. And I think like, you know, this is kind of like merging topics for a second, but I think that's often kind of how like parents lose themselves too, or stay at home moms lose themselves. Oh yeah. Everything is always about like, oh, well, what's fun for the kids? Yeah. Which is great and all, but at some point you have to do something fun for yourself or guess what? You don't have a lot to give back to the kids. I played Unicorn Monopoly with my girls last night. Oh, it was fun for about five minutes. And then I was just like, okay, I'm done, you know, going straight from work. And then I was talking to a client the whole way home from work to Unicorn Monopoly. Oh, you know, maybe I should have sat down for a minute first. Probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Rue. Well, her name's Crimson, but she prefers to be called Rue Rue. So Rue landed on me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was like, pay up. I'll try to count my dollars. Oh, hurry up, lady. I ain't got all night. Wow. <laughs> She's like, Mommy, you take my money. It's a game of life, girl. <laughs> I pay your bills. It's fine. <laughs> I lost, just so everyone knows I lost because I won that game. But still, it's hard to be present when you're not also taking care of yourself. So it's not, it's not selfish to say, you know what? That's a great vacation idea, but let's do two days because I was really thinking I could go 
out to the range one day or I could go fishing one day or kayaking oh kayaking sounds amazing right now because the weather is so good Mm -hmm. have you been kayaking we should go kayaking (laughs) no you've never been kayaking no we need to go kayaking I just keep thinking about about the time we we went on the tandem bike that's exactly what I was thinking of and I was just thinking that sounds like a really bad idea we would end up swimming real fast so you would not be my partner but we should go kayaking okay but to just just shit like that finding time to do something that you you actually enjoy and figuring out what that is is really important and setting boundaries with your family and keeping a sense of self regardless of how big your family gets yeah and I think that sense of self goes like kind of into roles and which goes into retirement. Like you have a role, maybe like how strong is it, is your role as a first responder, whether it's fire, Leo, EMS, whatever it is, like how strong is that role? And if that role gets taken away, what are you without that role? You know, that's the same thing for spouses sitting at home. I think it's super cool that spouses are like, I'm a first responder spouse, a Leo spouse, right? But what happens when that, that role is gone? What do you have left then? Because if you don't have anything, that's typically, I think, when guys really struggle or girls really struggle with that retirement piece. It's like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Who am I without the badge? I'm just going to throw my parents' ride under the bus right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about bringing your dad up. Cause... Right. He's uh, like 11 months out from retiring, and my mom has said numerous times, help your dad find a hobby. Yeah. Because uh, he needs one. He needs one really soon. I actually need some shit hung up, so I'm going to text him. He he's could be our handyman, I'm just saying. That could be his new hobby. <laughs> I know, yeah, he could help us out ar- around the office, bring us lunch. He's our office bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he actually loves helping us out with stuff, and he always checks in on us and sees how our day is going. Brings um, us coffee. Did you say that? I feel like that needs to be Yeah, repeated. he brings us coffee a lot. But it, it's important. That's 11 months away. Like, what are you going to do in 11 months when you're not chief of police and everyone in town is not calling you every minute of the day? And you don't have to be in those stupid, no offense to those of you who love COVID, but those stupid fucking CDC meetings and long. council meetings and chief, my dog ran away. Shit, you know? I like, did what call him the other day, though, because there was a big-ass dog running out in the did middle you of your town. I almost hit him, and he almost caused an accident so behind me. So you called me. the chief of police. Yeah, I have that relationship with him. And he was like, okay, sweetie. Say, okay, let's just stop, because that's what the town, the whole, I won't say the name of the town, but that's what the whole fucking town thinks. I have that relationship with the chief of police because it's a small town. He brings So they're coffee. like, my dog. Well, I told him, I was like, I wouldn't have called you, but I'm driving and I don't know who else to call. So could you deal with this? And he was like, okay. I'm going to give you the non-emergency line and the animal shelter You're line. You're just mad because he was excited to hear my voice. I know I brightened he his He probably day. was really excited to get your call, actually. <laughs> he was probably like, oh, Vanessa's calling. Um but it's, it's, it's that little shit that in 11 months is going to stop and then he's going to realize how much time, sorry to my dad who's going to listen to this, but how much time is actually in every day. But I will say that he's doing a lot better as far as like taking his days off and trying to use, burn that time, like taking his Fridays off on the weekend. I know he's still working, but he's trying. Yes. I think that's helpful too because I, I don't know, I've heard of guys that go from working a ton and then all of a sudden they retire and there was no transition like space boom, brick wall yeah and you, i think your dad's kind of doing a pretty good job at working on that transition yeah 
making it a little bit easier, trying to find things to fill his days Mm -hmm. off with, you know, three days a week versus going from seven days working to no days working. I think he needs to be our liaison for just in general. Okay. You know, future endeavors. We could get him like a 75-25 shirt. (laughs) Yes. Little badge. Private security. Oh, yeah. He'd probably hate that. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just good to engage in hobbies. And yes, he's, he's taking like Mondays off now and he's at Home Depot a lot more, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But figuring out what you like to do. And he's like, I'm going to hang some shelves and I'm doing this. And do you want me to come pressure wash your house and just random stuff? And a lot of it is fixing, first of all, because that's very common with first responders. You yeah. guys are fixers, whether it's you know, helping someone or fixing shit around your house or someone else's. My client came in and was commenting on the shit that I hung have like hung up in my office, and he was like, "It's probably just hanging there by a thread." And I was like, "Actually, I'm pretty sure it's bolted in and will last through an earthquake, so we're yeah. good." <laughs> yeah, my dad hung that shit. It's not coming down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could hang on it. And it's still mm-hmm. gonna hold my weight. <laughs> they probably judged off of your painting job. That is where it started. <laughs> <laughs> I was smart. I had my dad paint my office too. Well, I I'm, I yeah. painted one wall for the record. Good job. Thank you. I feel like I did really good. But it's it's good to have those things and to transition, have some way to transition into retirement so you don't you don't feel like you hit a wall because you're so busy. Like my dad's on his phone all the time. That shit's always going off. Someone always needs something. But again, he's getting better at it. He's working on it. I know like when he's with you, he does try to yeah, not he, always. He is definitely fun. getting better at it, but but it's being intentional, and I think that's a big part of yes. it too, right? Like he choosing. A, yeah, cho- choosing it, and you have to choose it because he's a workaholic. <laughs> I would I would definitely say he's a workaholic. He's gotten a lot better, but I I just he's also in a job where he is he is needed and called upon a lot and yeah. emailed a lot. So he's used to constantly running and people depending on his response for something or his answer on something or his, yeah, you can do that on something. So going from having all of that all the time or even just knowing, like, yes, I'm off today and I'm relaxing, but when I pick up that phone tomorrow, like, I'm going to have some shit to get done. You know, so your system still knows, like, maybe I'm chilling today, but like tomorrow I get to hit the ground running. And when you're retired, those emails aren't going to be there. Nope. And then so, what are you going to fill your time with? I mean, I'll, email, I'll, I'll email him if he wants. <laughs> but figuring out what you're going to fill your time with. And I think that's, we both think that's very important to do before you retire, long before. Because not only should you be planning for retirement so you're successful and you live past that fucking three to five year mark, right? But so that you're working to live, not to, to make a living, there's a big difference. And I think also like having a plan is what you want to do after your retirement, but also learning to be comfortable with just hanging out too and doing that now because I that's something I, I commonly mm-hmm. hear too is like you guys are used to being up and running and doing things and there's so- constantly something to be addressing, working on, responding to emails, reports if you're not on a critical incident. When you do have that downtime, you go and pick up that project because you're a fixer, you're going to fix that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. as bad as it sounds, you might accidentally start a fight with your spouse. Like, yeah, you didn't wash that dish in there. 
you know? So being comfortable and learning how to just be okay with like sitting on the couch and watching a movie. Like that is a normal thing that normal people do or, you know, or hanging out in the backyard and watching your kids play without nitpicking at the way they're playing or, you know, oh, I need to go pull the weeds and oh, the lawn isn't mowed the right way. That's sometimes really hard for first responders. So I think that's another Mm. thing to try to start practicing and being okay with now because you're going to have a lot of free time when you go to retire. That that reminds me of one of the guys we talked to that uh, struggled with the longest time. His kids weren't allowed to play on the lawn because he wanted it to stay green and nice. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that green lawn that nobody could use. I worked so hard on it. Stay off the fucking lawn. Um, His lawn is not perfect anymore. His kids get to play on the lawn now Mm -hmm. and he's happy. There's just things, there's things that, that change and, and allow that in. And some of that is, is easing up, mm-hmm. not necessarily easing up just to ease up. But when you put into yourself, it's easier to relax and do those little things. Yeah. And I think it helps to create that like work life separation and balance, you know, not that I'm not saying that you shouldn't hang out with your coworkers, but eventually that might not be an option. What if something happens, right? you know, having like that plan B, so to speak, that other option. So you're not just kind of drifting out and realizing that sometimes if you're always hanging out with coworkers, you're, you might be being triggered, right? You, you're constantly being reminded of, of work. So you're not technically really getting that disconnection from that. Especially if you're talking about work yeah. stuff. Now, if you can go out with some work buddies and not talk about work and just relax and have a good time, awesome. But if you start talking about, you know, the rookie you just got or the last TC you went on or whatever. The stupid supervisor, the email or the COVID protocol that just got handed down and changed for the umpteenth time, probably not helpful. I have a guy that will <laughs> literally tell his like buddies, like, Vanessa said I can't talk about that. And I was like, do you really tell people that? And he goes, yeah, then I don't have to explain. If they ever gonna, if they ever meet you, they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's her. <laughs> right? That's that crazy lady. <laughs> I had a guy that told me the other night, everyone I tell you about, I tell them you're a ball buster. Like, I'm a therapist. You're supposed to tell them I'm happy. <laughs> I had another guy who was like, yeah, you know, people ask me what it's like to be in therapy with you. And I tell them it's really cool. And he goes, and sometimes I tell them that I tell you to go fuck off. And they get this look on their face. And I was like... They're like, are you supposed to do that to your therapist? And I'm, <laughs> I was like, it's fine. You know, I think when people tell me to fuck off, it's typically because I said something, something that's, they didn't that's hear. true. They yeah. didn't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm like, you need to do this. Or did you do that thing? Because you gave me your word. And they're like, fuck off. Right. You know? or, or say the thing that they've been avoiding the whole session. And I'm like, yeah, okay. They hope they were hoping you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe you get yourself a therapist to help you figure out, like, what is retirement going to look like afterwards? You know, talk to people around you who, what are they doing for fun? Because maybe you need some yeah. ideas. And as stupid as it sounds, like, hop on Google. I, da- I guarantee you there's about 20,000 lists of fun things that you can try. Mm-hmm. And maybe those things aren't the same things that you'd be doing at work. Like, for example, if you are a fire guy, maybe hiking's not your thing. If you really enjoy it, great. But I know for some guys, like, if they're hiking, they go into work mode. Or, you know, we had another guy who was, like, training. Like, he was at work when he was hiking with his heavy-ass backpack and, like, Uh, way down. Isn't that the same guy who tried to go on walks with his wife, but he smoked her because he... Yeah. 
went in work mode and just fucking <laughs> yeah, took so, off. How's that walk with your wife going? Um, I don't know where she's at. <laughs> got eaten by a bear. No. She's so slow. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's important to understand what helps your system and what doesn't. Like when we talked before about, you know, ways to clear your system throughout the day. and We brought up self-help books um, and we don't read them. Well, we don't read self-help books for fun because we're therapists and we talk about self-help. And the moment I start reading self-help stuff, I start going, oh, this would be good for this client and this would be good for this client. And I caught myself doing it the other day because I have a couple Mm -hmm. of like new books that I wanted to look through. And like instead of actually enjoying them, I was like, oh, this would be great for... I take notes and put little sticky tabs in there. right. It's work. it's, It's work. I can't do that. Although, and I know we've mentioned this on a previous episode, this podcast is kind of... It is work. Like work stuff, but it's not related directly to our work. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, it's still fun, but I still put it in like the fun. work category. It's still work. But it's fun. It is. I'm not saying that's not fun. I'm just saying it's still like work. A, like a fun, like we get to do something interesting with everything we've learned. It's like learning a new skill. Yeah. Can be fun. I, I, well, this fucking tech shit is definitely learning a new skill. There's right. a so many cords in here. Buttons. I'm scared to unplug everything. We're, we're going to need half an hour for that. But this is this is a fun thing. It is a fun thing. Vanessa just ordered stickers. I'm really excited. I am. I'm super excited. Hopefully they turn out good. I'm sure they will. Anyways, uh, it's fine. Maybe we should do a challenge. Maybe we should challenge yeah. whoever's listening to find... Find a couple of new activities. You know, what can you do over the next week? What can you try? Even even if you try a couple things and you roll them all out, try to find some new activities, some some new hobby. And I will say, if you see something and your brain automatically goes like, absolutely not, no fucking way, I would say try to push yourself and actually try it out because there is some weird, I wouldn't say weird stuff, but like some of our guys have found things that like I've thought for sure they were going to hate and they ended up absolutely loving um, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And I think there's just part of this brain, our brains maybe for whatever reason that go, nope, I don't want to try that. It's might make you feel weak, I guess, you know, or like coloring, for example, what full grown man is going to pick up a coloring book, right? But we've had guys who like it, and it gives them something to do. Or they turned it into, like, I have a guy that, like, does, like, stipling or something like that. I might be saying it wrong, but it's, like, tiny little pin marks that with different Mm -hmm. colors, and it creates, like, a full picture. And it's super cool, but not... Photography? Don't you have a client that does really good photography? Yeah. You know, be be open-minded. Don't just... Mm-hmm. mark things out because it's not in your normal like maybe it's not a physical activity maybe you like doing a lot of physical things like hiking or kayaking or you know walking or biking whatever it is maybe try something else i have a client that makes kick-ass candles oh yeah amazing candles woodworking woodworking we gunsmithing is another oh, yeah. one i mean there's just there's all kinds of stuff you could do but i think some of that is just going to take searching and maybe thinking about Back to when you were younger, before your life was completely involved or taken over by your career, if that's what's happened. You know, I was talking to another guy, and he was like, I used to go to church, and I used to do this, and I used to do that, and I felt really good. My head was, like, on straight. I felt really good, and I was like, so Mm -hmm. are you doing any of that anymore? And he was like, well, no. And I was like, what? Why not? Going back to, there was probably things that you used to do, and maybe you don't like those interests anymore, but maybe there is pieces of it. And maybe you shift some of it. So, you know, maybe you liked going to church, for example, when you were younger, but 
maybe your thoughts have changed. Maybe you find a different way to engage in that spirituality or, you know, maybe if you did like hiking, maybe you turn it into you're not carrying a 20-pound backpack and weight vest and trying to make it up mm-hmm. the hill as quickly as possible. Maybe it's more about slowing down and engaging in your five senses, maybe, you know, whatever it is. I got a scooter because the girls got scooters and they're super fast and I can't keep up with them. <laughs> and I'm also not like a runner. <laughs> so I got a scooter. That shit is fun. That's a lot of fun. And I uh, apparently I'm not fit either because after the first couple of days of being on that scooter, my hamstring and my glutes were so sore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I didn't realize as a kid that took so much energy to do. Um, You're also healthier and more active back then. Yeah, yeah. there's that. Um, <laughs> but going out on the scooter with them is actually a lot of fun. I, I love my scooter. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many adults have scooters. I don't know if that's a thing. It's not electric, by the way. I feel like that's very lazy. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, <laughs> I see so many kids going around my neighborhood on electric scooters. You're going to go outside and turn on your electric scooter? Really? Like, what are kids doing these days? You better put like your foot down and push. You're just a little jelly right now. People who no, don't have to it's, work. It's important to be active, especially with all the technology. Like, if you're going to go outside, do something. I mean, I agree, but, you know. But you want an electric scooter? No, I actually really don't. I have no <laughs> desire to have that. I actually really want a bike, though. Like, a, not like the Peloton bike or that. We don't have Pelotons, but, you know, our version of it. Yeah. Not that bike. Like, yeah. an actual, like bike that moves and i want to get like one of those little carriages things to get maddox in in. because i get hungry no not you not you um (laughs) oh what about the things you hook on the back that are like you zip them in yeah that's what i was saying yeah yeah okay when you said carriage i was i didn't know the correct term but yes that's maybe it is that i don't know know. but even fun stuff like that when you have kids instead of watching them do the stuff figuring out how you can join them that's why i got the scooter well I couldn't keep up, but then the scooter turned out to be a great thing. It is so much fun. Little things. A bike sounds like a lot of fun, too. Well, that, and again, doing things with your kids or doing things with your spouse or doing things with your friends gives you those other roles. Like, you're not Mm -hmm. just a first responder. You can be a dad or a mom or a spouse or... Or just you. Or just you. But either way, what is that outside of that? Mm -hmm. And somebody said a while back, and it's really stuck with me, and she said, you know are you a first responder first or are you a human first? And I, I don't know why I was like, that That really resonates because you're not just like that person that shows up to all the bad shit. You are a person first. You get to be happy. You yes. get to have other things that you enjoy doing and you have the right to do those things. I would say the average first responder, at least those that we see, are a first responder first in their eyes. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I think that's great. You definitely have the right to be a human first because you are, you are a human first. You're a person. You're allowed to have that, again, that sense of self. You need to take care of yourself and do things for yourself and still engage in activities that you like. I tease my husband because he still plays video games and I feel like that's like a teenage boy thing to do even though I just bought myself a Nintendo <laughs> Switch. I really want one. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so cool. It's so cool and all the old school games on it. I do really like the backbone thing that I got for Justin. I know it was his Christmas present, but I I, I like it. It's fun. Right? I told my mom about the Pac-Man and Tetris on the Nintendo Switch, and now she wants it. <laughs> but anyways, he still plays PC games all the time, and I, I think it's, it's just important. That's, you know, a piece of him that makes him happy. Why give it up? You know, if there's something you enjoy... 
you enjoyed pre-law enforcement, pre-fire, pre-whatever. If you enjoyed it then, why, why did you ever give it up? Maybe try it out again. And maybe you try it out again and you, you think, what the fuck was I thinking? I don't like this. Mm-hmm. So try something else. Challenge yourself to, you know, maybe you challenge yourself to try one new thing every week. Build your own fun board. All right. See what that looks like. And this goes not just, I mean, obviously for the first responder, but again, going back to the spouses who we've talked about in previous episodes are kind of the backbone, like the family support system, whatever that is behind you, you know, really working on like, who are you guys as individuals? Because you get to be those people. It's healthy to be those people. And if you're working your asses off right now, and then you go to retire, like, what's the point if you don't have anything fun set up at the end of that? Yeah. My husband was telling me, just wait, just wait. You don't have time to play your Nintendo Switch. Why would you get one right now? You don't have time. Wait for what? Like, I'm watching my life pass what by. Am I, what my am body's going to be broken for? down when I'm 60. Why would I not use the body that I have now to go yeah. do something fun? Like, I consider myself young still. Yeah. Am I going to wait till I retire to, like, you, oh, I'm going to go get that Nintendo Switch? You're not even going to have it then. Right. Okay. There's going to be something else then. I, I, I don't know. But the point is, you or should. Or traveling. Like, my old feeble body is not going to make it up the stairs or be able to hike or go explore, like, places because I waited till I was old. <laughs> yeah like do it now i want to have fun and enjoy my life now and i think i deserve to and i think everyone deserves to it's like my the person i was talking to that was talking about parasailing like he was saying i you know i can't wait till i'm 80 i might not have the back exactly do it now yeah do it now because why not and if it makes you happy it makes you feel good you need that and guess what if you do that shit you're probably going to have a better career anyways absolutely you're going to last longer you're going to have better mental health and you're going to put those those shitty statistics of dying three to five years out of retirement to rest. That and, you know, those last five years, that countdown typically starts for guys. And that countdown is really, really long. That five years feels like it lasted 20 years because you have nothing fun to look forward to other than the end of your career. Why be that miserable for so long? Mm-hmm. I think it's good to have stuff to look forward to all the time. Yeah. What, what are you looking forward to? Don't you guys have something coming up? We have a couple things coming up now, actually. We just bought the trailer, so we're going to take that out for its, like, maiden voyage, I guess, uh, yeah. beginning of March. And actually just booked something else with, like, friends not taking the kids. So Justin's going tent camping, and I was like, absolutely not. Like, that's that's not going to happen for me, so I'm going as long as we could take the trailer. Um, so And then you go tent camp, and I'll sit in the trailer. No, literally, yourself. that's what we're doing. And oh, then yeah. I told the other wives that that's what I was doing, and they were like, well, can we come stay in there with you? Because I don't want to tent camp either. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So now it's a thing, but that's planned. Mm-hmm. I was super against getting the trailer. I was like, absolutely not. All I hear is terrible horror stories about going. And then I was like, it's kind of the same thing. I was telling Justin, like, what's the point? We work our asses off, you know? And it really kicked in when you said, like, I think during the first episode, like, on average, we get six days off a month. And I was like, ouch, that hurts. So why am I not using, like, the days I do have off or taking an extra day off here or there when I can to have a day off, enjoy my kids? Six days. Right? Like, I don't... I don't know about everyone, but I don't work my ass off just to pay the bills. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what I realized that I felt like we were doing, you know, and if I did take a day off, it was because we had, like, a doctor's appointment or, you know, the kids had something going on and it wasn't actually fun. So being more intentional with that time now is something that, like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to do this year, and the trailer was part of that. 
my goal is to match Vanessa's vacation days this year because I suck at it. <laughs> With uh, this new fucking camping trailer, she's going to make it really hard for me. <laughs> we go on the weekends. It's like one day off here or there. It's not going to kill you. It's, it's not. It's not. I just have to... I just have to do it. Yeah. Get yourself an accountability partner to help you through that because sometimes it is hard to take that day off. Or like I was planning on taking like all of next week off and now I'm not because I was like, I could work a couple of days, (laughs) you know, so have somebody that's going to hold you accountable to a certain degree. Yeah, definitely. I need a, I need to plan something. It's good to always have something to look forward to, even if it's small. I keep trying to plan stuff, but everything's like, go get COVID tested. Your whole family or be vaxxed and then i want to do something I'm outside like, what, what else can we do let's That's... look for something else to do so we, we are exploring right now because i think it's good to have all so it's good to always have something planned hopefully we figure that out soon for all of you listening you know maybe that's something you start working on too what do you have planned even if it's something a one-day thing or you're going somewhere fun or just trying something new something to look forward through throughout your week so you can say oh in five days i get to do this Seventy-five, twenty-five. That 75 yes. needs to be this fun shit. It needs to be the good stuff. Pour, pour in more bo- more positive. Your mind and your body will thank you for it. Absolutely. So we challenge you this week to really start thinking about what are you going to add to your list? What is going to be your go-tos to help you have fun and enjoy your retirement when it comes, but also enjoy your life now? If you have some ideas, maybe shoot us a message or comment on our post for other people to see. I think it's good to see what other people are doing for fun and to kind of get a collection of ideas going. Yeah, share with us. We like fun stuff. Absolutely. And if you have ideas for future podcasts or things like that, um, comments, suggestions, go ahead and reach out to us. You can message us directly on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook is 75 spelled out backslash (laughs) 25 numerical. And Instagram is 75 spelled out dot 25 numerical. But I think if you just search our name, 75 slash 25. It should pop up. It should pop up. Oh, and we are all now completely live on everything. So, you know, Apple and Google and Spotify. I think all that fun stuff is finally hashed out. Yes, so check it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to 7525. This podcast is in no way affiliated with any other business or entity. As a reminder, this podcast does not take the place of mental health treatment. If you or somebody you love is struggling, please contact the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. You can also go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org for texting or chat options. You can find us at 75.25 on Instagram or 75 backslash 25 on Facebook.